All right. We just listened to the official album version of End of Time by Gates of Paradox. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. From their self-titled album scheduled to be released December 20th. Mm-hmm. We're Can't so wait. excited. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. And uh, it is phenomenal. Yeah. It is so awesome. It is. And we have a very special episode ahead of us today. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit down with the Gates of Paradox guys Yep. and chat with them about um, the album, obviously, and who they are behind the scenes and what their music means to them. Absolutely. Shall we get to it? Yes, we right. shall. It's gravy time. <laughs> so we're excited to have our last very special guest in our studio before we move. Yes. It's uh, an ending of a chapter for us and a beginning of a chapter for our lovely folks of Gates of Paradox. Yes. Woo! Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would introduce yourselves and say what you do in the band. Hey, uh, my name is Zane. I play uh, guitar in Gates of Paradox. And I'm Dan Parker from Gates of Paradox, the vocalist. I'm Eddie, also from Gates of Paradox. Other guitar? Other guitar? (laughs) (laughs) Other guy playing guitar? So we absolutely love the demo, and we have been anxiously awaiting the release of the self-titled full-length album, and it's almost here. Um, We're really excited to talk to you. And can we start with the recording process? I think, Zane, you, you recorded and produced the album. Yes, I did. It was a very difficult process, a lot of pain, a lot of tears, a lot of sweat, but <laughs> yeah, putting everything in your own hands, you can really make things sound exactly as I want them and how the band wants them. They're not in the hands of someone else who doesn't really know what we want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So are you the knight in the high tower? I am a knight in the high tower. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your studio? Yeah. Um, I call it the knight in the high tower because... Uh-huh. Uh, my parents lived on a street called uh, Hightower Way, uh-huh. and uh, that's where it all started. Because uh, we recorded, we recorded the drums in my parents' basement, um, like winter of around 2017. It was a while ago, and um, yeah, annoyed my family and all my cats, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> banging away in the drums. And then after uh, after we recorded drums and all the editing and stuff, uh, we moved the studio to uh, Dan Parker's house. Yep. And then we annoyed uh, Dan's yes, family. Yes, <laughs> yes my <laughs> family no were okay with it, though. They're they're both metalheads. My f- parents are both, you know, grow up from different, you know, parts of the types of metal spe- metal spectrum, mm-hmm. I guess, and old music, you know, classic stuff. My father's into a lot of older stuff. My mother's more into newer stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I grew up around metalheads, and I've been a metalhead my whole entire life. And yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. I like that. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, oh, yeah. they, just to add into this, though, my parents have always really dealt with me being loud in the house since I was a younger kid. Uh-huh. So uh, there's been a lot of a lot of abuse over the years, yeah. you know, with uh, being loud in the house and stuff. <laughs> I guess you could say. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and we. Um, in the, the attic of Dan's house, um, there's this little corridor where we hid the amp. Uh-huh. We like, ran some cables into the corridor for the um, guitar recordings, and that was uh, a long and stressful process. But <laughs> 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 Move it one. 
So are, are you guys recording like uh, software based? Analog, digital. Yeah, um, pretty much all just microphone to interface to uh, uh, to computer. Yeah. What do you use, like uh, Pro Tools or? I've been using Reaper. Oh really? Well, that's, pretty much do that's most what I'm using everything. right now. Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love Reaper. Yeah, pretty much does every most of everything that Pro Tools does. Yeah. I tried Pro Tools a while ago, like mm-hmm. years ago, and uh, I I hated how everything was proprietary and like every plugin you had to pay for and yeah it, and like. You couldn't use certain interfaces with it, but got kind of Reaper. It has a really good uh, way of organizing tracks too to make sure everything. Yeah, has, uh, I love Reaper. Looking nice. Nice. <laughs> Color code everything. Mm-hmm. Got you. So, when and how did Gates of Paradox come about? Yeah, it was mainly uh, Dan and I. Dan. And me. No, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Dan. We bo- both of us met at uh, MCC. Yes. You want me to f- say the story? You can say a bit of a story. Yeah, go yeah, for I it. I can say a bit of a storyteller. So, yeah, I met Zane uh, a year before we went to MCC. What year was that, by the way? I don't remember. Yeah, 2012, I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I met Zane at a show when he was in a band, his old band called Battle Beneath, opening up for Love and Death from Brian Head, uh, Brian Head Welch from Corn. That's where me and him met through some Christian buddies. And then, uh, yeah, then we uh, eventually met each other again in MCC in a, cl- a guitar class we were both taking. And um, he came up to me. He was like, hey, I think I know you. And I'm like, I think I know you too, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, made it awkward for him when I, when I was talking to him. But, you know, we, ever since that day, you know, we always, you know, we're playing guitar together. And we kind of bonded and grew attached, I guess. Like, like a marriage. Yeah. I will say, though, um, one of the first things I, I noticed when I met him was just that. His voice and the way he sings, like, I've, I've never met anyone who can do what he does with his voice. And then um, when he, uh, when he, yeah, when we met and then we talked about guitar stuff and he's like, he would always say, man, you got to meet my friend Eddie, you guys would get along so good. And for the longest time, too, for like a few, couple, like a couple of years, right? Yeah, and then I kind of brushed it off. I'm just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Well. And at the, at the time, we had a guitar player, uh, I won't mention his name, I guess, um, <laughs> Who wasn't really pulling his weight, and uh, it just, we never wrote any songs, and this, the vibe wasn't there. Yeah, it was just started off like a project, I guess, and then it eventually bloomed. And, but then we eventually met our old bass player, Josh Alonzo, and uh, yeah, then uh, him and uh, the, other, the guitar player at the time were kind of feuding between each other, kind of, I guess you could say. Yeah, so then... Things didn't work out between them two, so basically Josh stayed and and the other left willingly. On good terms, I guess. Yeah, and then, um... Actually, Josh left after that, too. Josh eventually left shortly, like, I don't know, about not even half a year at all. Because we weren't really doing anything at the time. We didn't have any songs. Yeah, and, and then, um... um yeah. And then we brought this boy over here, Eddie DiGiulio, on guitar, and uh, finally brought him into the band, and uh, yeah, the rest is history, kind of. And it's funny, because on the first first day we gathered with Eddie, we wrote like half of End of Time. No, we wrote... Yes. Yes, you're right. But then we eventually 
wrote the whole song, recorded it, demoed it, and then we show we we went to a show. What show was that? There's a me and you went to. It might have been immolation. Wait, no. was it the immolation show at uh, Montage? It might have been immolation. I think it might have been immolation. And then we saw Josh there, and we we played the demo for him, and he's just like, "Well, I guess I gotta join this band again." <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, at the time, we didn't really have a name yet either, and uh, I came up with it with Josh Alonzo. I was, you know, Josh was always fooling around with the band name Paradox, and I was like, "There's already a band called Paradox," mm. and then I came out of nowhere. I was like, "Gates of Paradox." Yeah, and that's when just like that's when the name was born. Eddie, did you have to do something with the the name too, or I can't uh, remember? No, I just was like, "That's really cool. That I like that." <laughs> Gates of Paradox. Yeah, <laughs> we went, we went through like so paradox. many band names, like so yeah. many freaking band names. Yeah, like, that was the hardest part. That was the hardest part. <laughs> like, we couldn't it's figure like, out who the fuck are we going to be called. Like, who, who the are fuck we? Are we? <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. A band name is a big deal. It needed First to be thing something you see. catchy, something that you know. Mm-hmm. That pops out into the people's eyes, you know. It's just like, wow, it, it that is a good name. It's got a nice ring to it. I also yeah. think it's uh, worth mentioning with the formation of the band. We kind of formed it um, in opposition to the way that the Rochester music scene was going. There's a lot of death metal, mm-hmm. a lot of like slamming, uh, drop tune stuff. Black metal. Yeah, and there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. We but, love all that music. But um, there's not really anyone doing. What we were trying to do, yeah, we, we are trying to the fill power the void. Metal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys do really stand out. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, that's so the goal. <laughs> I don't. Thank you. I don't remember. Did I ever tell that story on air about the first time I saw them play? I think so, but you should tell it again. So uh, it was the Udo show. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh yeah, that was a pleasurable show for sure. Oh, it was an amazing show all the way around. Yeah. But um, it was him and our friend Durr and I, and it was over at the Montage. So yeah, we, obviously, sorry. we we walked over there, and you guys had just started your set when we walked through the doors. And I, my favorite kind of music is like what you guys do, power metal. Oh hell yeah! So when I heard Danny's voice, Daniel. Danny, Danny boy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Both go. <laughs> um, I left those two in the dust. Like he had to pay for my ticket. Like I didn't even get a wristband. Like I walked right to like center stage. To th- I was so awesome. excited. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and we've been to like every single one of your shows ever since. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, thank you. Yeah. Very, yeah. very honored to have you guys. Yes. We're, yeah. We're honored. Yeah. This is kind of us. a big deal. I yeah. think that's why I'm like so nervous because like I do like fangirl. <laughs> it shows over you guys. You are, like the way you two like sync your guitars. Yeah. It's just it's incredible. And then Danny's oh, voice, yeah. a match made in heaven. Oh yeah, you guys yeah. are all super super talented. Yeah. Oh thank you. Because yeah. um, I feel like Eddie doesn't get enough credit with his uh, guitar work. Because yeah, something I um, I don't really talk much. <laughs> <laughs> something that um. He's really done um, since we started this band together. Is he writes these crazy riffs that I can't play, <laughs> and then I, I have to learn them. And then I write these like soloish stuff that he has a hard time playing. And then <laughs> so basically like, we push each other to do things that yeah, for sure. we can't normally do on our own. So it's that's cool. They, they, they learn off each other sometimes, you know. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good dynamic to have, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
I've foreseen that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for them to get together. <laughs> I didn't believe yeah. him, but while well, it happened. <laughs> so you two met funny. in 2012, you said, right? Yeah. And Around then time, yeah. your first demo didn't come out until 2016. Is that right? Um, I think, well, we didn't actually write any songs for Gates of Paradox until, we didn't start until 2015. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's a good segue to talk about those demos, right? What was the first one? Was the first one End of Time? Yes. It's my favorite song. Awesome. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's my favorite too. It's a hit. Is it? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the oh. intro riff uh, I had for that song I wrote years ago with my previous band, and I showed it to them. And they're not really metal fans; it was kind of more an alternative rock thing. And I I, I showed them the riff, and they're just kind of like, "Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's write something else now." Well, well shame on them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to those guys, but yeah, it's all love. Yeah, but we just weren't on the same page musically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a great song. It is. So who do all three of you write? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So how did what is your like creative process for that? How do you guys make it all work at the end of the day? Oh, well, we kind of brainstorm sometimes and uh, there's a lot of stuff me and Eddie work on together to be yeah. honest lyrically. Over Facebook and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we go through Facebook stuff, you know, we just Send each other uh, audio yeah. messages. Yeah, if we write a riff or something. Yeah, for riffs and stuff, audio messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, once we have enough song parts together, what we'll usually do is I'll um, I'll map out a click track in uh, in Reaper, and then we'll record um, all our guitar parts in a line, start to finish of the song. And then uh, yeah, we'll plan out some well some vocal stuff, and Dan will sing over it and. Yep. Demo. <laughs> I come up with a Snappy lot of the demo. catchy melodies stuff too. Oh yeah, and then we'll have our bass player learn it after that. Uh, Josh Shufield. <laughs> loves shoes. Other Josh. We have two oh, Josh. Yeah, we have a new Josh. Yeah, we have our newer Josh. Well, yeah. he's not that new, but <laughs> he's the second new one. Josh. Yes. <clears throat> and then Kenny's on drums, though, right? Yes, okay. and Kenny's on drums for the well, album for the, yeah. as well. Kenny's on drums for the album, but he's not. Um, right now, we have Alex Zillow in the band. Yeah. We got like a new drummer or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, our previous drummer, Kenny, um, he was in the band um, up until, what was it, like 2018? Yeah. Nice. And then um, he moved to Arizona to go to grad school, I believe. He's uh, Oh, that's cool. He's a mathematician. Yeah. He's going to become a math teacher, I guess. Yes, and he's a beautiful vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Riding bikes. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so Eddie... I mentioned you're like a huge mystery, not only to us, but I think everyone in the metal scene. Yeah. Because like you just... Disappear? Yeah. Rip on a guitar and then like slowly ride off into the night. <laughs> slither away. Yeah. So what do you do when you're not practicing, recording? Like what's your day job? Uh, I work at Wegmans. Cool. In a deli. <laughs> That's cool. How long have you been there? Like a year or something like that. That's cool. Do you like it? Yeah, that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Hands next to a, like a blade all day kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like right there. That's where attention to detail matters. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta really pay attention. Uh, what are some of your hobbies? Uh, I play, play video games, like mess around with Photoshop and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of boring, I guess. 
That's not boring. <laughs> yeah, Eddie was the uh, one who um, designed the booklet for our CD. So yeah. if you want to see his Photoshop skills, uh, just check out the CD. And yeah, that's cool. There. That's not boring at all. Uh, I guess. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So who did your album artwork? The uh, artist we got to do it was Felipe Franco. And uh, that's the guy who did some artwork for uh, Blind Guardian, Iced Earth, and mm. Rhapsody. Like the uh, Blind Guardians at the Edge of Time was done by Felipe Franco. Hmm. Very talented guy. Iron Savior. Um, Baze Bailey from Iron Maiden. Yeah. The list goes on. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Thank you, Felipe. Thank you. <laughs> and then Eddie did the artwork on the actual CD, right? Yep. And he threw all the booklets together with the uh, the lyrics and everything and all the pictures. Yep, which was also done by Abby, his girlfriend. She took the pictures, yeah. We basically uh, set out to make something that we would want to see from another band. Something that we would always want to have, musically and physically. And it's just so unique. You know, nothing like this coming out of the music metal scene here in Rochester. You know, it's... Everybody's doing the same stuff, so we like being out of that box. Indeed. Yeah. Danny, what do you do for a day job? I don't work. Well, I do do some side work stuff with a buddy of mine. <clears throat> um, it's kind of like winter, like shoveling stuff and tree work in the summertime, kind of. It's under the table stuff. But uh, other than that, you know, I like to live life, you know. Spend time with the gal, with the family. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I watch movies, documentaries on stuff. I'm a big sci-fi guy. Um, yeah. Um, somewhat nerdy. These guys are more nerds than I am. They play video games and shit. <laughs> I mean, I play video games sometimes, but... Yeah. Who likes the documentaries? Is that you? Yeah, me. I like documentary, like conspiracy like, stuff, you know, like, okay. you know, alien stuff. That's cool. You know, don't get him started. On that. Don't get me started yeah. on uh, the whole become a whole different thing now. Yeah, <laughs> aliens. Are we about to go into like the fifth dimension? Of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of conspiracy. Welcome to my portal. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm addicted to true crime, yeah. and I think that freaks him out a little a bit. Little, yeah, because I fall asleep to like creepy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> murder <Yeah>. mysteries. They come from interesting stuff. How to commit a perfect murder. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen the Paradise Lost uh, documentaries? Uh, I think I might have seen that. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really recall it fully, but it sounds familiar. Um, it was HBO made them, um, and it was about the West Memphis Three. Okay. They were like, falsely accused of killing these kids. Really, really, really good documentary. I have to okay. check that out. They were actually sitting on death row and they were released. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. and the now fuck? he's in New York City. Yeah. Um, he's like a poet and a writer. Very successful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so if you yeah, like documentaries, yeah, if you like documentaries, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. I it's like pretty all wild. sorts of stuff. Is it on like Netflix all sorts or stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's definitely on HBO. I don't, yeah. is it on Netflix? I don't, I don't know. know. It's don't there know. once in a while, but I don't think it is right yeah, now. Yeah, it pops ah. like in and out. It's old. Yeah. And he has a bunch of books and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really fascinating. It has a Metallica soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, yeah Metallica was actually yes. one of their supporters. Yeah. Um, all right, Zane, what's yes. your day job? Um, I work right now um, at Rochester Regional Health. I'm a, a billing associate. It's kind of boring, but... uh. 
It's my job to make sure that uh, insurance companies pay the the bills. <laughs> Billing ass. Yeah, yeah, that sounds a little dry. But uh, <laughs> if I'm not taking phone calls, I'm uh, listening to music while doing my job or watching podcasts and stuff. So. Well, that's cool. So it makes work bearable. Yeah. How long have you been there? Um, about six months now. Do you think you're going to make a career out of it, or? I don't know. It's holding it down for now. Yeah. I'm um. I do some uh, recording work on the side, and I'd really like to make that full-time. Mm-hmm. But i got to make a name for myself first. I'm actually quite surprised to hear that like you aren't doing audio as your day job. Yeah. I've applied to a bunch of places, but it's kind of hard in, to get into that field mm-hmm. as a full-time job. Yeah. Right now, it's just got to have something to pay the bills. D- and it, that's what... Sorry. That's what you went to school for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you go to school for, Danny? Um, I was I didn't really go to school for anything. It was like a liberal arts kind of. I just deal. really loved learning, mm-hmm. and I'm very big on reading a lot of stuff. I like reading so much stuff. Just I just knowledge sponge, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like taking a bunch of shit, taking and thinking about it. <laughs> 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 um, no, I didn't really have a full set goal in school. I just wanted to learn whatever I can get my hands on. But music was my big priority in my entire life, pretty much. It's been a strong field inside my heart. Like, yeah, music's my everything, my life. Your parents have been supportive of your music? Yeah, they are very supportive. I mean, there's been a lot of bad times growing up, I remember. (laughs) You know, a lot of yelling in the house and stuff, you know, Uh, especially with my grandfather. Um, Yeah, rest his soul. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, been very into the music, you know, just part of my life, I guess, my soul, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. That's, I think we can all relate with that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It helps me relate, uh, you know, cope with stuff yeah. and, you know, life, yeah. you know, I, I, I do battle with depression mm-hmm. and that stuff, is. but, uh, you know, one day at a time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. But also, I believe that uh, you can't make music unless you're at least somewhat depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Dis- I feel that. Dissonance was a great track for that. So what do you, like, collectively as a band, what do you guys kind of cite as your influences? We, uh, we between us three, well, like, between the whole band, we all got a lot of taste in music. Mm-hmm. Um, Zane's into a lot of black metal stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm into a lot of thrash and power metal, mm-hmm. old school, yeah. traditional stuff. I like a lot of the classic power metal, too, like your Halloween, Gamma Ray, Early Adventitious, Not Arctica. Yeah, King Diamond Jack for Hunter. me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Iron Maiden, you know, Primal Fear, stuff like that. Megadeth. Z- uh, Eddie's over here. He's more like into, like, Megadeth, thrashy yeah. stuff, I guess. A lot of instrumental stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jason Becker or Marty Friedman? Oh, yeah. Which one? Marty Friedman. No, you got to pick, pick one. Oh, I can't. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Marty, Marty, Marty a little bit. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah. Got that. Fine. Bendiness. <laughs> me, me, me and Zane met Chris Poland though. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. The house guitars. Yeah, nice dude. Yeah. Bastards. I got to play a show. I'm pretty much into any European kind of metal though. Yeah, and I'm all, I'm pretty, pretty uh, open ear to a lot of music as well. Do you guys, do you guys listen to anything other than metal? I'm guessing. Oh yeah, yes. oh, you just stole my question. Yeah, yeah. 
I know me, uh, Chris Class, and Lean. Classical stuff. And... I really like uh, some soundtrack music too, mm-hmm. like um, some video game soundtrack, like uh, Chrono Trigger, and then um, I also like uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, oh, Joe yeah. Hisaishi, that uh, composer writes some beautiful music that I like too. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Video game music, I guess. Like video game old, music. Old school video game music. <laughs> Ape it. Yeah. yeah. Like Mega Man and shit like nice. that. Nice. You know, like That's Final cool. Fantasy games. Like oh, that. yeah. Yeah, I'll have great Fantasy. soundtrack. <laughs> Some of that shit's really catchy. Yeah, they get stuck in your head. Like, at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you know, drive you. And sometimes there's nothing more metal than, like, the castle theme in the Mario game. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so... Back to documentaries. Had, did you see Eddie um, Jason Becker's documentary? No. Life I have. changing. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have to see it. it. Is it literally touches like the inside of your soul? Mm-hmm. What's it called? Like, um, yeah. What is it called? Uh, not dead yet. Yes. Documentary though. I'll probably cry if I watch it. No, oh, you will absolutely cry, but you will have a totally different outlook on life. I promise yeah. you. Mm. And next time I ask you, you'll say Jason Becker. Okay. Yeah. You'll be like yes, Marty. Who? You will. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Becker is my favorite, hands down. <laughs> What's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should definitely watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Um. Okay, Zane. Yes. If you could world tour with yeah. one band, who would it be? Mm. Iron Maiden. I mean, kind of. A, I mean, <laughs> I mean that they're like. Yeah. How can you beat that, Iron Maiden? <laughs> if not, probably like a a big power metal band like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I could. Or see Blind that. Guardian. I want to open up for King. That would be sick too. King Diamond. That would yeah. be amazing. Iron Maiden, King Diamond. <laughs> Some priest. There you go. A little dream wow. show. Super tour. We, we, yeah, we gotta make it happen now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> please. At least we got to open up for Grim Reaper. That was a dream come true for me. Yeah. And Udo. Yes, and Udo. That that really was a fantastic show. But Steve Grimmett, though. <laughs> one of my, my all time favorite inspirations is uh, Steve Grimmett, for sure. Was I here? Yeah, that was at the uh, Budapest. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. when they came. We didn't see that show, but... No. And that was when he had two legs. He only has one now. Yeah. Oh, shit. He shortly lost it right after. Oh, shit. It's very sad. A rare show. Diabetes. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that... I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so sad. Thanks, Danny. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sad. <laughs> um, how about you, Eddie? Uh-huh. Who would you world tour <laughs> I'd with? I'd probably go with what Zane said. Yeah, Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah, that'd be did, as fuck. did all of you go to that show? No, I'm... Oh, the one in Buffalo? Yeah. yeah one of myself. the best shows I've seen in my entire life. I was telling her um, that I saw them for Brave New World in, I think, two, uh, whenever that came out. 2000, late 2099, somewhere back then. But, like, they were way better now than, than then. Oh, damn. And they're in their 60s now. It's, like, it's fucking incredible. Still running around and jumping. Yeah. And Bruce is his, like, flamethrowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just had, uh, what was it? Uh, Grabbing his crotch. Tongue cancer or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Just, yeah. Sad. Very sad. No, he, he, he kicked it. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked, Zane, about how you produced 
mixed, engineered. Yes. <laughs> um, so you guys are obviously unsigned, and I'm getting the impression that that is on purpose. Um, to some degree. Yeah, some degree. <laughs> <laughs> like if you got the right, I'm sorry. If you got the right, yeah. the right uh, uh, proposal. Yeah, if we got the right propose, proposal, we would take it. Because, yeah. um, like, when we put the demo up, uh, we got some offers, but a lot of them were like, pay us a certain amount of money and we'll do this. And it's just like, how about for free? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You pay us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you want to know what not to do, listen to our Gord interview with Pile Driver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, he was robbed. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Twice he was robbed. Yeah. Damn. So what would a, like what would entice you to sign with a label? Like what would it take? Um free stuff. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Manufacture I our CDs for free and get some free shirts or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> something that we don't have to pay for that gets us a little bit more um exposure but yeah. we still have creative control. Mm-hmm. So you would would you give up the rights to your music? Um no. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> it depends on the deal, I guess. Tell our children. <laughs> <laughs> that actually surprises me. Like, not to be judgy, but yeah. um, how passionate you guys are about your music. Yeah. How good you are. And especially the fact that, like, you produced it, mixed it. So, mm-hmm. like, it's very near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that you would give up rights to your music. It depends on um, the terms of the contract. Like, if it was just how they handle the money, but we still have the rights to do everything that we want to do and have it our way, that would be fine. But I don't know. It it really depends on what it would be. Yeah. I get it. I got a question for you. For saying. (laughs) Yes. Um, Maybe the rest of you. Uh, So, when you're recording music... Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure all of you are listening to it a lot of times, but I'm guessing Zane a little more than... No? No. Okay. Do you... Between the Triforce right here, yeah, we're pretty much uh, always listening, uh, judging our work, I guess, do you, critiquing okay. ourselves. Do you, do you hear the songs so many times that you're like, I fucking hate these songs? Fuck these songs. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, play, playing them wise for, what, four years now, kind of... Yeah. Um, <laughs> but honestly, in the heat of the moment, sometimes. But like, mm-hmm. I'm to be completely honest, I'm not sick of hearing these songs, mm-hmm. even though I've heard them a thousand mm-hmm. times. I can't say that about other bands I've been in the past, but this is the first one that I felt um, like I've actually enjoy every single thing that we output. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no meh moments. There's nothing, nothing that like... I listen back and say, you know, I wish, I wish this was different because I, I really just like everything. That's great, yeah. I enjoy it. I know, so, not to compare, like, anything I've done is not even close to comparable to what you guys do, but, like, when I'd record in the past, I would hear the music, and I'd be trying to mix it, and I'd, my ears would get fatigued, and I'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? I hate it. Fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, there have been a couple of those moments where it's just... You feel like you're polishing a turd. <laughs> then at that point, you just have to walk away and come back a different day. Well, yeah. Sometimes it's not as bad as you thought it was. And yeah. There's other days where it's like, scrap all the guitars in that track and do it again. <laughs> Record. Well, we've never heard any turds from you guys. Yeah, no, no not even close. No. 
Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> We're we made sure that there's no turds in the album for the most Tried part. Right, at least. Yeah. Maybe someone else who doesn't like this music will think it's turds. That's <laughs> cheesy. As far as our own words, or yeah, as far as our own ears can can tell, uh, we like everything. Oh yeah. Very cool. Very nice. Very cool. What, so what do you guys see for the future of the band? Are you, like, what if you did get the opportunity, like, get a big big record deal signed? If if you were going to tour the world, would that be on the, you know, is that something you guys would be interested in? If, I would love to do that. If I could still pay my rent and also do this, you know. <laughs> not if like, I, could, yeah, yeah. I could. If I could have no worries doing what I love, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if I could find a way to quit my day job and <laughs> survive and make music for a living, I would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. So you guys are open to, like, touring and traveling? Yeah, definitely. I like oh, to definitely. Sit. I want to sit. Yeah. <laughs> with, like... What's wrong current... with Rochester? Nothing. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I love Rochester, but, I mean, I like to get out, you know, see... Love Rochester. Things, you know. Yeah, definitely. So... Coincidentally, uh, the show we're dropping tomorrow, is this where you were going, um, is kind of a little promo clip for a power thrash heavy metal fest, three-day fest in North Carolina called Rapid Fire Fest. And we think you guys would fit in so, so well Mm -hmm. there. So we would like to see you play there next year. If it's possible, (laughs) go on a little road trip. Um, Paladin is actually playing. Axe Attack, um, a, a bunch of Twisted stuff. Tower Dire. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Bunch of, yeah. So we, Voltage, yeah. Stunner. So it's high, like, there's like a thrash day, I think, and then there's uh, a power metal kind of day. Yeah. And like heavy metal mixed in all three days. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. We're, we're very, we're going to go next year, but we're jealous we're not going to be yeah. making it this year. But we think you guys would fit in oh, awesome. yeah. yeah. I'd definitely be down. We can yeah. like, get there. <laughs> Road trip. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely something to consider. Take <laughs> out some uh, vacation time. <laughs> All right, Zane, do you want to talk about, you have a project outside of Gates of Paradox, right? Uh, two projects. <laughs> I don't, we don't understand how you guys juggle all of this. I don't understand it either. Like, do you sleep? <laughs> Sometimes. I don't, all right. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about your projects. Um... So there's uh, Eternal Crypt, which is kind of like a solo project, which Eddie is also in. Just to fill in for shows. I didn't write anything. <laughs> um, have you guys ever seen that band? We've played you on the podcast, but I don't know that I've okay, seen you live mm-hmm. in that band. No. We've only played two shows. One was for our CD release, and then the other one was for Tyranitar's CD release. That's, yeah, that's kind of like a passion project of mine. Um Everyone's always busy though, so it's like impossible to get shows. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, so for that. Six. Yeah, <laughs> for that band, um, I write all the all the music and stuff, and then I'm also in a band called Acrolasia, which is sort of like an avant-garde black metal, like uh, sort of experimental thing. That's uh, pretty wacky. We've <laughs> started recording an album, so that should be cool. Don't know when that's going to be uh, underway, but I'm pretty excited. Have you were you in that band from the from the onset? Um, Acrolasia. Yeah. They used to be called Nazgul, and uh-huh. they were um, a more like straight up symphonic black metal band. Mm. 
And then um, they rebranded and wanted to go a more experimental route. And yeah, I joined when they were called Nazgul, and we played a couple shows, and then we rebranded and uh, lost the old songs and started writing some new songs, and it's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. No, don't they have an album out already? Nazgul has um, a couple albums out. Not Acrylatia? No, right. we have a demo. Oh, it's um, a demo. Like a one-song demo. Very cool. Uh, that was a great show, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, um, also, uh, we need a keyboard player, so if there's any keyboard players that want to play for Acrylasia, then uh, please reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> Step up! <laughs> Danny, you should learn how to play keyboards. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, we kind of touched on um, the guitars. Mm-hmm. How often... Do you two, Zane and Eddie, practice together? Sundays. <laughs> yeah, once a week, Sundays. Oh, are we cutting into your practice time right now? No, we just came from practice. Oh, okay. All right, good. So you practice once a week? Yeah, once a week on Sunday afternoons. And then how often do you play the guitar, Eddie, outside oh. of practice? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of lazy lately. I don't know. Like Maybe like once a week, twice a week. What? Yeah. Seriously? Sometimes I play like four days straight, and then sometimes I won't play for a week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, when you're playing uh, on stage, it looks like you, that's all you do is play <laughs> your guitar. So yeah, I guess I'm just that's... like a good procrastinator then. <laughs> uh, okay, Danny, I have a very, very important question for you. Yes. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Are you sure? Yes. I guess. You're positive. I guess. Yes. Is cereal soup? Cereal <laughs> soup? If you add water. Cold it soup. Is. All right, it's been. <laughs> all right, it's been subtle. Thought That's about it. that. It's That's crazy. <laughs> Cereal <is> soup. <laughs> Next question: What color is blue? <laughs> it's green. All right. Pass. It's green. <laughs> um, Eddie, is there anything that you want to talk about? I don't know. No? Can't think of anything off the top of my head. So, where do you go after a show? Home. <laughs> like you just like yeah, I just pack up home. and yeah, or the back of the venue, chill yeah, with just me. chill outside. No, no. So it's why don't you hang out? Like, do you are you like? Wow, like be around like a lot of people. I guess okay. at once. Yeah, we can we can relate. Yeah, we yeah. get it. He's got a uh, like a Clark Kent Superman thing. <laughs> he's on stage. He's like Superman, and then he gets off stage. He puts his hair in a ponytail and he puts his glasses 100%. back on, and no one knows who he is. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So like, yeah. Who are you again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> 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 it's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, Danny, you're out in the scene quite a bit. Yeah, I've been in the scene since I was a young, young boy. Do you have a, a favorite local? Local scene? Yeah. Bug Jar. Yes. Our local band. Yeah, I was oh, going for a band, but oh, we love the Bug Jar, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to plug in Oz and Steve, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good dudes. Love yeah. those guys. They got us started in the Met- Rochester metal scene, so, yeah. Yeah, Oz is a huge, and Steve, both of them are huge staples in our yes, metal community. definitely, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, favorite local band? Yeah. Oh, uh... Um, and Caligon was my shit for a while. Oh, you ain't lying. You guys gotta come the fuck back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but 
But uh, I've been enjoying Hellothane. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very big supportive for all the local metal bands here in Rochester. I'm, I try to make it out as many shows as I can, like three, four shows a month at least. Mm-hmm. You know, can only do so much. But we always see you at shows. Yeah, yeah, we always see you guys. Yeah, yes. Zane's pretty much in the metal scene from time to time. Yeah, we see you out and about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get around sometimes <laughs> when I'm not too busy. <laughs> So your girlfriend is at shows sometimes, right? Yeah. Does she, she like metal? Oh yeah, yeah. She's a uh, she's a lot more into like black metal and death metal. I like that stuff too, but she's like heavily into that stuff. That's cool. And she's uh she's into Iceland right or yeah she's studying in Iceland right now and hmm. um, there's a lot of people who like black metal in Iceland. There, a lot of great black metal bands. There's like a too. big black metal scene there. Oh yeah. That's that's very impressive. I think she might not come home. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> She'll join a band, a black metal band. <laughs> that w- yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys can go tour in Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> um, All right, so let's talk about your release show. So, Fatal Curse. Yes. Oh, yeah. Christ. Yes. And Gutted Alive. Fuck yes. So this couldn't be a better lineup for us. Yeah. Like, we we love all these bands. Yeah, fantastic. But it's very dynamic. So talk yeah. about how you guys kind of came up with your lineup for well, your release show. That was kind of me. It <laughs> <laughs> was a Danny. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of handle all the show stuff, and you know, go back and forth with the guys. Let you know, you know. Yeah. And we wanted to have a lineup with um, a band like Get It Alive too that would bring people that wouldn't normally come to a power metal show. Yeah. Get a wider variety of people. Yeah, they're all our brothers. Yeah, they're good dudes. And Get It Alive and Fatal Curse. And we're still new to Christ, but I figured, you know, add a new band that we haven't played with live with before. So I'm happy to have them stoked. It's going to be a good show yeah, for sure. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like your thought process around bringing, like, Gutted Alive, because I think a lot of fans of Gutted Alive wouldn't necessarily go see a power metal band. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's I, people out mm-hmm. there, but I'm just saying, like, that was kind of smart of you guys to bring in, like, a yeah. new audience. Yeah. I'm very, I like diverse shows, kind of, you know what I mean? I also like non-diverse shirt, you know, but, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm, I grew up on a lot of death metal stuff, and Gutted Alive has been my favorite death metal vocal to go to, I guess you could say. Good dudes. Yeah, thinking about uh, local black and death metal, though. R.I.P. to Nocturnal Hellstorm. Yes. I miss them. Yeah. I really miss them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who, who's better, Paul Gilbert or Vinnie Moore? I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm just bullshitting at this point. <laughs> I have more of a, a connection to Paul Gilbert with um, just listening to his music more, I guess. Yeah. I like Paul, too. But I do like Vinnie. Yeah. All good. Do any of you have a band that was like your gateway into metal? For me, I know you motherfuckers aren't gonna like this, but for me, it was for it was Kiss. <gasps> How dare you! Uh, <laughs> interview's over. <laughs> Kill the mics. <laughs> <laughs> like 
Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, that's cool. Kiss is actually a really good band. Mm. Yeah. They're just very commercialized. Mm. Very business oriented. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Beatles are like really metal. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I grew up on a lot of stuff, so I'm very open here. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably the most open eared in the band. Yeah, for sure. With everything. Which? Oh, we already talked about your go-to, your thrashy, Megadeth, Anthrax. Yeah, I like Overkill. Did you see them when they were here? No. no. I miss a lot of shows. I don't really go out very often. Yeah, that's cool. Pretty boring. That's all right. <laughs> Zane, you didn't tell us your gateway, did you? Um, Growing up, I didn't have access to a lot of music. So um, in my single, uh, like when I was like 10 and 11, I kind of got roped into some emo music that I'm not very proud of. Mm. <laughs> but then when, um, <laughs> then when I was in uh, high school, about 14, um, I my gateway was... Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, that kind of morphed into Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, starting out with the classics, which then uh, morphed into power metal and death metal. And the 70s, 80s, that's pretty much what I grew up on the most. Classic rock. Some classic stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Danny, did you grow up with a lot of hair metal? Cinderella, yes, Poison. Yes, I love my hair metal stuff. I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> Boy, do we have a festival yeah. for you. <laughs> I, love, I love Rat. I love Molly Crew. Not too big on Poison, but I've seen them all. What about but. Vane? Yes, right. they're amazing as right. well. They're one uh, of my favorite bands. All right, you can stay. Yes. <laughs> I, I like a lot Cinderella stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla. Steelheart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Tesla, Dawkins. Skid Row. Yep, yeah. Yep, Skid Row. Oh, big fucking Skid Row fan over here. Sebastian Bach. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah we love our hair metal. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talk about it a lot, no. but we definitely love yeah. our hair metal. And I just grew up, you know, watching the MTV mm-hmm. back when I was a little kid, just watching all the hair metal bands, just even the death metal bands, everything, just headbang. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, it's all hair, hair, hair bands, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean, in my yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when Pantera was a hair metal band? <laughs> yes. I like talking about that because I know Phil and Samo hates that. <laughs> <laughs> I preferred it, to be honest. <laughs> better. It was. Yeah. I mean, there's some good... I, I don't... I, I like Pantera, but, you know, I'm, I'm not too openly big on them like a lot, you know, like a lot of other people, but I definitely respect Dimebag Daryl and definitely love Vinnie Paul yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I will say that no matter how you feel about the band and their music, you try to record your guitar tracks as tight as Dimebag did. <laughs> Double track those on tape. You try to get those as tight. No one yeah. can. <laughs> no? They definitely made a huge mark yeah. in the music oh, yeah. world. Yeah. 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 Have you guys heard uh, Phil's Scour Project? No. Hmm. Interesting. It's worth checking yeah. out. Heard of Down. Down and Super Joint Ritual. Oh, I think he has like 50 million yeah. projects, but... Probably. Was yeah. Big, very big on Super Joint Ritual back in the day. We saw we saw him with Scour at the Maryland Death Fest this past year, and um, that's interesting. Like, I didn't realize he could do those kind of vocals. That's like a 
I don't know what do you, what do you call it, like a fast black. Death I wonder metal. if you can still hit those highs. I don't know. I don't mm, think so. Don't I think don't think so. so either. I would just still like to just see them perform, like, like sing some high pitched stuff. Mm. Like again, like I, it's been years since he's done mm. it, but like I would just be interested in seeing that happen mm. for once. Mm. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of that when we saw him with the illegals. No. Mm. no. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah, even if you see like the old, uh, if you see him like uh, try to sing Cowboys from Hell at uh, Ozfest, I think was the live video I saw. He can't even hit like the notes in that song, and that even isn't that high compared to some of the other songs. Yeah. Good luck to his voice, you know. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Have you guys heard the new King Diamond track? Yes. Fuck like yes. It? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Definitely. Yeah, I was just saying earlier that a lot of times when old bands record new songs, you could tell it's an old band playing a new mm-hmm. song, but it still felt fresh. Yeah, yeah. It had that old school vibe a little bit too, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully the rest of it's as good. Oh, yeah, I believe yeah. it. <laughs> We're bummed that we can't see yeah. them. I know. I'm so freaking jealous just seeing everybody on Facebook just posting their videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Uh, same with the Iron Maiden show that you went to, Zane. Yeah. <laughs> I actually were you were you down standing? No, I was um I was in the the bleachers, but like kinda close. Oh. Yeah. No, Dan, Iron the Iron Maiden show wasn't that good. Really. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Bullshit. No. <laughs> Don't worry about Bullshit, it. Bullshit, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> bringing a plane out on stage. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> Bruce flew a real plane in, in, into the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking landed on the stage without killing anyone. It was amazing. And then he started fencing. He was fencing. Sprung out. He wrote a children's book. <laughs> was he fencing Eddie? He, he, he actually was. <laughs> oh, actually, he really was. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, what else do you guys want to talk about? Um, I beat the original Legend of Zelda <laughs> on the NES this morning. <laughs> <laughs> With the original cartridge and the original system. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. How long did it take you? Um, my roommate and I started it yesterday mornings. So we had the day off, and uh, we played it yesterday, and I finished it this morning. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> My mom will still sit down and beat Super Mario Brothers just for the hell of it. Yeah. She knows how to get like the thousand lives or whatever. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's like a pro. I'm like, Mom, why didn't you answer my call? I was playing Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Good reason. Question for Eddie and Zane. What age did you both start playing guitar? 14. 14. 14. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah it was a uh, start of high school. It's <laughs> kind of, I mean, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's it's true. Is one of the things that uh, inspired me to play was uh, that video game Guitar Hero. Really? When that when that exploded, because um, I I had a bit of a sheltered upbringing where I wasn't allowed to listen to a lot of outside mm-hmm. music. So um, you, when I played that game at my friend's house, did you grow um, up in an Amish community? <laughs> no, it's very uh, conservative Christian okay. parents. And um, yeah, it kind of opened my opened my ears up to 
the world of music and guitar playing, and I'm just like, you know, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Dragon Force song on that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that um, yeah, that changed my life. <laughs> just, yeah. And hearing Dragon Force 2, which um, opened up the world into power metal, because yeah. I got into them and started listening to their stuff, and I listened to, like, Gamma Rain, Halloween, mm-hmm. Blind Guardian. I could go on for hours. <laughs> and what about you, Eddie? 14. Uh, I mean, yeah. My mom got me, like, a ACDC Live uh-huh. CD, and I had, like, I didn't really listen to rock or anything mm-hmm. like that. I was like, oh, dude, this guy's the shit. I gotta, like, gotta learn how to do this. <laughs> I just got, like, an acoustic guitar nice. and started fucking. Oh, that's cool. Like, like a little Epiphone. Crossed out the P, I made out a D. Those Epiphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old days. I like that. <laughs> pretty cool. So, Zane, you mentioned that you grew up in a very conservative household. Do your yes. parents <laughs> kind of support what you do now? or um, They support me now. Um, they did not support my uh, music tastes um, for years. And I, I had to, like, uh, there would be points in time when um, I would bike to the nearest Walmart to buy a Metallica CD and then hide it in my room <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> 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 Your yeah, but <laughs> those days are over now, and they respect uh, the music that I play. And my my dad has been to one of our shows. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, did I meet him? I think you did meet him. I don't huh. know if you remembered them. I don't remember anything. Yeah, blank. <laughs> I know his parents. Good people. Yeah, good people. I love them. Do you think? Do you think being sheltered from that stuff did it make it that much more appealing? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it was like. It was like a forbidden yeah. fruit that I couldn't yeah, have. Yeah. And then, like, when I discovered those bands, it was just, like, a whole world of this wonderful thing that I've never had. Right. <laughs> There's a whole feast. I want all the me. fruits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Danny, do you have any siblings? Yes. I have four brothers. I'm wow. The, I'm the oldest. One of them is Peter Parker. Yes, yes, I have a... Uh, name. Yep. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Are you close with all of your brothers, or...? Um, I guess, I mean, closer as I'm older now. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. My, my one, uh, one of my youngest moved down to Alabama. Um, the rest kind of live around with me. Do they go to your shows? Uh, none of my family has been to my shows yet, surprisingly, but hopefully that happens soon. All right. I'd love them, though, to be there, I guess, you know? Yeah. Well, when you make it big, you're going to have to remember that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They're knocking on your door. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my parents, they've heard me sing and stuff for all, for all my, I mean, all the years growing up and they hear us jamming upstairs and stuff. So I guess they have, uh. Hmm. A free ticket there yeah. <laughs> to see yeah. us. Yeah. But, Songs you know, over and over and over. Yeah, they haven't been to one of our actual show shows, but... Have you ever talked to them about it? Like, invited oh, them? Yeah. Or? Well, I mean, Mom wants to go, I know. She, she might make an appearance uh, for the CD release. Oh, that would be really yeah. cool. I'd love to have her there. Um, who knows uh, what... I mean, it's, it's a little hard because I have a younger, younger brother now. He's uh, six... I believe he's six, or he just turned seven. Um, yeah, so wow. he's a he's a handful. Yeah, I can't imagine. How old are you? 
Uh, 28. Turning 29 in February. That is quite a gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Brave, brave mom yeah. that you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did you um, realize that you had a voice? Like, were you just in your bedroom, like, singing along, and you were like, oh, wow, I can do that? Uh, at a very young age, I started off playing guitar, actually. I had been playing guitar longer than both of these guys. I'm not that good compared to them, obviously. But, uh, um, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was, like, six on acoustic, and that evolved to electric in my teens. I got my first uh, electric guitar, uh, Epiphone Junior guitar. <laughs> that was my first first real electric. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, eventually, yeah, I, um, well, I had always been singing, too, but I didn't know where I, you know, was at fully at the time. I guess I was young, you know. Yeah. Um, but singing was a very strong, uh, yeah, strong point for me, I guess you could say. I uh, grew up singing and growling and screaming, top of my head off. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever do anything formal? Like, were you in any like choruses or no, anything like no, that in school? No, never have been in a chorus. Nothing musical growing up really. That until uh, actually middle school. Yeah, I started playing some a little bit of keyboard stuff, and then got more into the guitar. Well, I was always into guitar, but uh. I played some keyboard stuff, but I wasn't big on it, you know. Oh, well, I actually know a band that's looking for some <laughs> keyboards. I'm not the keyboard guy. <laughs> Leave me alone. Wait. <laughs> um, yeah, I took some lessons. I'm, I'm more of a, self, a self-taught person on guitar. I come up with some good stuff, you know, when I, when I bring it out, you know, I'll play it. But, uh... Yeah, singing's where it's at. I'm I'm a funk guy for sure. I might might come up with some guitar parts here and there for future uh, Gates of Paradox albums, maybe. I know I come up with some very small little 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 ideas here little and there. Melodies and stuff like that. Little melodies for the guitar stuff for the Gates uh, album. Instrumental. Yeah, cool. instrumental. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I mean I usually let have Eddie play all that and just spice it up. Yeah. You know, if I come some up with some guitar stuff. Then I come up with stuff in Cursed. Yeah. I will, I will add to that. Um, there's a lot of times when um, we'll be writing a song and we'll be r- throwing some riffs together and then Dan will be like, yeah, can you like write a riff that goes like... And then we'll try to do it in the... Yeah, so he does even write a lot of music stuff, even if he's just voicing it with his voice. Sometimes he'll like send me a, a voice message over Facebook Messenger and be like, play something like this, and then I'll try to figure out some chords or something to it. Hmm. <laughs> or like uh, in a, at the beginning of uh, Cast into the Sea of Oblivion, you sent me a, a whistled uh, melody, and I came up with a whole orchestration <laughs> to his melody. <laughs> I have this ear for sounds. I don't know, it's just... I have big yeah. ears for <laughs> and I, I hear a lot of things in my head in the background stuff. Um though Zane comes up with a lot of background stuff too. But um A lot of what my job in songwriting is uh to put to life what Dan comes up with. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well that's cool yeah. though. And it's cool that you have the ability 
to translate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, in college, I uh, I took some music theory classes, and that really had a big impact on um, mm-hmm. yeah. being able to take what's in the mind down uh, to actual music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Danny, um, obviously you didn't, or at least I don't hear it. You didn't. You don't style your vocals after Paul Stanley. Like who? Who did you hear after? After Kiss, that you were like, uh, I'm. Oh, like I, I got into all sorts uh-huh. of stuff besides Kiss, like Maiden. You know, I was very big into death mm-hmm. metal and thrash, but uh, I didn't really start getting more into power metal until like mid-teens, like mm-hmm. I would say, kind of would mm-hmm. say. Um, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scorpions were a big part, but they weren't power metal. You know, it's old heavy metal. Yeah. But yeah, I grew up on Scorpions, Boston, Def Leppard. Okay, uh, Manowar, yes or no? Yeah, I like Manowar. Okay. I, I didn't grow up on it, but I, yes. you know, <laughs> like that. But you know, yeah. Um, you have to know what you're getting into, though. It's like. If you're having a super cheese mac and cheese, you have to know that you're going to have the super cheese before you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> King, King, King Diamond was a big inspiration on uh, high pitch stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of falsetto stuff from him. I like. I try to, you know, I try to do everything my own style, but I like bringing some of that old inspirations from mm-hmm. certain bands. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say I sound like a lot of people you know bruce dickinson mm-hmm. dio fucking paul stanley uh, every a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. like you I'm, might... I'm pretty good with mimicking people's voices in yeah. music when i sing to like when i'm just singing a cover mm-hmm. i sound i try to sound exactly mm-hmm. like them every, i've been doing that since i was a little kid you know kind of like you know people for a long time would grow up uh like trying to you know uh what do you call it um mimic the voices of like yeah. cartoon characters and shit uh-huh. like that for me it was for music artists like musicians uh lyricists mm-hmm. lyrical mm-hmm. vocalists sorry that's yeah. cool and i will say that you might not hear the paul stanley immediately in mm-hmm. his voice no. but every once in a while he'll hit a certain note and he'll say a certain word it's just like that's so uh, i'm gonna paul listen stanley. for it now <laughs> <laughs> are you guys playing any covers at the next show um maybe there might be a cover or two at the uh, CD release. Mm-hmm. <coughs> not going to say what they are. It's not really. It's not going to be really a full cover, probably. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be some, a little something small leading into like a half and half of two songs. Revolution yeah. Overthrown. Okay. A little intro. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll see. When we ha- I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we got about like a what month and a half left to the CD like release. That, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the track that we're playing on the episode. So what's the title? The track we're going to play is called uh, Cursed Eternity. It's going to be the first single, and this is the first time it's being released into the public. It's this uh, podcast right here. Oh, yeah. We are yeah, honored. Thank you guys very we much. We can't wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Should we play uh, the bonus song, too? Yeah, let's play the bonus song. Yes. Do it up. Play it up. Okay. Um, so basically, it all started with a song, a little... Melody Dan wrote. It all started with me. <laughs> and it was just some shit that I would just blabber out, blabber out of my mouth, you know, from time to time at a, a buddy's house. And these guys would always hear me say it. And <laughs> and then I, I took his little chorus that he wrote and I wrote a piano part underneath <laughs> it. 
And then we wrote an entire song, and then it um, ends with a doo-wop. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they, they came to me with the idea, and they were like, yeah, we're going to write a song about it. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that was the best. That was like the funnest recording session. And so well, we're intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> Excited. We hope you love yeah. it. We will. It's something specially delightful. <laughs> Very rare. Super rare track. Remind everyone one last time when and where your release show is. December 20th, Photo City Improv, the Gates of Paradox album release show. Eight bucks at the door, and first band goes on at nine. Be there. Yeah, that's going to be a great show. Die. We'll be playing songs we've never played live before. Yes. Super excited. Yeah. And along awesome bands, Fatal Curse, Christ, and Got It mm. Alive. Oh, oh yes. So we hope to see everyone there. a cool venue. Photo City is a cool place. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We okay. hope to see all of you there. Be there. All right. Thank you guys so much. We are honored that you let us do yeah, this. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. It was an honor. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Very nice. Yeah. Time to flap our wings and fly away. <laughs> and now it is our honor to play the world premiere <laughs> of Cursed Eternity. <laughs>
And now, a secret bonus song. So why don't we start with introductions? So Shane, you go first. Shane. <laughs> Shane Knight. <laughs> Shane. Bum, 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 Grim dystopian, bum, yeah, they bum, bring the bum, gravy. Bum, 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 b